Welcome, everybody. Talks for the people. Episode 42? Man, 10 episodes away from a year's worth of episodes. It's hard to believe we've been doing that this long already. How y'all How y'all doing this week? Doing good. Doing good. The weather is cooling down a little bit, and I'm enjoying it. What about you, Cody? Same thing, man. The weather cooling down just a little bit. It's, it feels good. It's starting to feel like football weather. Uh, it was really nice last weekend watching all the games and seeing football again. Some normal see the life. Fans in the stands. Yes. Fun, fun Saturday. Absolutely. And that's what we are going to talk about this week. Uh, football is back. And... As we like to refer to them around these parts, it is a Saturday down south. I know this doesn't affect our release schedule, but for us, it is Saturday morning. Uh, we're doing our best to keep these episodes coming out on Sunday for you. But today we are talking about the return of college football. Uh, we are headed into week two today, and we are going to be discussing... Some of the stuff that happened in week one of college football. As Cody said, fans are back in the stands. Uh, I know we're mainly focused on the SEC, but one thing that I love to see, uh, although the school's escaping me right now and all the college football fans are going to want to punch me for more reasons than my shirt, but uh, who is that? School that uh, Kurt Herbstreet posted the video of Inner Sandman, and they just pop off. What school is that that uses Inner Sandman? Wasn't it Wisconsin? Was it Wisconsin? I think it was. They were doing like the wave too, wasn't they? Yeah, like they were doing uh Virginia. It's Virginia Tech that does Inner Sandman. But uh, I saw a video of Wisconsin this week too. They were they were doing the wave or jump around or something, and that place was just going yeah, crazy. Yeah, but Virginia Tech when they play that inner Sandman, you got the Metallica. Boom, doo, doo, doo. They got they got the bass boom, and they got it blowing through the whole entire stadium. Just da 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 da, and then right as it hits the da, 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 the foot, the team runs out on state on the field. Man. Just all those fans were going completely crazy, as they were across most of college football. Everybody's glad to be back. Uh, On that same note, uh, let me tell you a quick story. Last night I was at a high school football game refereeing, and uh, I won't name name the school or anything, but when we were, uh, when the teams were, when the home team was going to run out of the tunnel, the undertaker song come on <laughs> and it's the old school oh. yeah with the organ and and then i turn around and the team's coming out of the tunnel and they got the white uh, the dry ice white smoke coming up and it's <laughs> with that with that music playing i was like oh that is awesome and then every time they had a third down or during a timeout they would play stone cold's music you'd hear the glass break and they had a nice sound system there too, this big speakers. And it was like I'm like, Yeah, yeah, let's go, baby. It, it, it almost makes you wonder how good 
it almost makes you wonder how good that school's wrestling team is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was awesome. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, that's I like it when high schools can have fun with it too, man. Uh, I'll tell but, you too. I'll count on that same note. I was doing a game at on Halloween night several years ago, seven eight years ago, and the power goes out at halftime. Like we're we're back on the field. We're doing our three minute warm up for the teams before the second half, and these two teams hate each other, and we've had problems the whole game. And the and the the lights go out in the stadium, like the power just cuts off, and it is pitch black dark. And I I swear on everything I can. After about a minute of it being dark, somebody played on the loudspeaker the Halloween song. <laughs> I was like, I'm going home. I got to get out of here. That's, that's awesome, though. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, as I as I stated, as y'all know, we are we're all from Alabama. We're deep in the heart of SEC country. Two of us had good weeks last week. We'll go ahead and get the painful bit out of the way. Uh, Steven. Yeah, so, so Vandy and <laughs> LSU are the only two teams that lost. Yeah, so so Steven, let's I, look. Yeah. We, 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 we've ribbed you at work. You, you've already called it. It's, it's week two. Week one's gone, so fresh start. But let's get your honest take on what you saw week one. Let's, let's All jokes aside, what's your honest take on week one? How's LSU looking this year as a whole? Was UCLA, should they have been ranked going into the game? Was it, what was your take on, on the game? My honest take week one is the only team that played a team better than UCLA was uh, is Georgia, and that was Clemson. Miami's garbage and everybody else played cupcakes. I would like to point that out to start this off with. <laughs> but um, I, I'm not saying UCLA is, is going to be a great team, but UCLA is on the rise from what they have been for the past years. Chip Kelly is not a coach you you really goof around with. I mean, if, if anybody remembers Chip Kelly from his Oregon days, Oregon was balling. I mean, they were in the national championship against Auburn at one point in time. So Chip Kelly's no over coach. That being said, I like Ed O, but he got outcoached. He did. He absolutely did. Uh, if you looked at UCLA week one, you saw they played Hawaii, or week zero is what they called it, but they played Hawaii and they ran the ball 90% of the game. They might have passed the ball six times all game. And LSU watched that, that footage, and they thought, hey, look, all we got to do is stop the run. They ain't finna throw the ball. Sure enough, first quarter, we stopping the run, stopping the run, stopping the run. We look great. Man, they can't move the ball for nothing. I think they had, like, negative four yards going into the second quarter. And then they opened, and then Chip Kelly opened up the playbook. Next thing you know, there's tight end doing crossing routes. The wide receivers are doing crossings <laughs> and, and, and dropbacks, and that dude – that our secondary and linebacker group looked absolutely and utterly confused. So defensively, we didn't know what was going on. We were moving the ball a little bit here and there offensively, but, you know, young quarterback getting his his first season start. He started two last year, but he's, uh, he's young. He's not reading blitzes very well, and UCLA was throwing it all. I mean, you got to think UCLA in their conference, they're probably not going to play a team – LSU might not be a great team this year, but UCLA talent-wise might not play a team as good as LSU has on their roster. 
like an Alabama or an Auburn or a Florida or a Georgia. I mean, UCLA in their entire conference might not see talent like that all year. So I can understand 100% Chip Kelly's like, look, I don't care what we got to do. We open up the playbook. We're going to show every play we have for the year. If we can beat them, we'll be in good shape. So, I mean, I, I think UCLA might not be a great team. Uh, they they might go, you know, nine and three, something of that nature. Um, but uh, I just, I think LSU just got out coached. And uh, we weren't ready for it. You, you could tell the the new coaching staff that we got it was not ready to make adjustments. Live time game, first. I mean, they started four or five months ago. I mean, they really worked hard to find the best coaching staff they could, but they didn't have since last season to to work with the the new guys coming in and all that other stuff. So, I mean, we were unprepared. We got out coached. Just a little bit of everything. I, I think LSU. You give them three to four weeks. Um, hopefully it doesn't take four weeks because Auburn is coming to town. And uh, right now, I don't think we could beat an Auburn team. Not saying that. I mean, Auburn, I think, is going to have a great squad this year. But I'm still not convinced with Auburn completely yet, their first game being Akron. I mean, that that was expected, of course. You know, if 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 it would have been, you know, 35 to zero, people would have been like, wow, only 35 against Akron? You know, so, I mean, so. But, uh couple weeks of, of Auburn doing that is going to make them very scary to look at, especially when they come to town. So I think it, ultimately the bigger picture, LSU has McNeese State and then another cupcake right behind that before we get into Mississippi State as a warm-up before Auburn. If we can get our poop in a group, I mean, I think we can – talent-wise, I don't see why we couldn't contend. Of course, I don't think anybody – Alabama probably wins it again. <laughs> but I don't see why Alabama could not – or LSU couldn't make it a two-possession game against Alabama, even though they lose. I can't see why LSU couldn't beat the other teams in their schedule. They just really have a lot to put together and figure out as a team before they start taking that talent and doing something with it. Well, hey, I'll tell you this. Alabama has traditionally – struggled against LSU at home and you are coming to to Bryant Denny this year so I, I mean I'm inclined to agree with you uh UCLA Chip Kelly came with a game plan it wasn't working he was the first to adapt uh I won't put it past Ed O to be ready for that next time uh he he is a good coach say what you will I know uh give credit where it's due uh he is a good coach. He's going to have to learn to adapt, uh, lest he become an, another Les Miles, who once again was a good coach. But if his initial game plan doesn't didn't work out, he didn't seem very adaptable in the past. Uh, anyway, well, my my biggest thing is along with saying Alabama will probably win it again. It's very difficult to say because someone made the comparison this week. The other thing I don't want to happen, it cannot happen, it will not happen, please don't happen, is I do not want Ed O to be the next Gene Chizik. Have a decent season, win a championship, be trash. In that order, three seasons in a row, he's gone. I'm like, oh, come on, please don't do this. <laughs> hey, uh, I know we, we talked a lot even you and I before leading into last week and and we both said that that was going to be a really tough match for LSU to go across country 
but I tell you what, I give LSU a lot of props that they they went to California to play a football game. You don't see too many uh, too many teams from the southeast travel at all. Everybody does these uh, the neutral site games. Yeah, and uh, like Auburn next week, they got they're going to Penn State. That's that's pretty good travel too. So, yeah. uh, which is going to be an extremely tough match. Extremely tough environment for Auburn next week, but uh, you know it, the the biggest thing I've learned over the years about Week One in football is nobody's as bad as they look, and nobody's as good as they look in, in Week One. You just you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt and look at the next couple of weeks and see how all the teams are. So. Yep. 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 Now that being said, also Cody, I know y'all. Uh, I know your team. I know Auburn was playing a bunch of acorns, but uh, y'all got a new coach. Uh, y'all got Brian Harson now coaching you. Came from Boise, uh, Boise State. Um, yeah. So two questions: How do you think y'all look? Because I know it's hard to judge when you're playing when you're in the SEC or any major conference and you're playing a team like Acorn. But how do you think? Auburn looked, and how long until y'all are playing on an orange field? <laughs> we will never, ever play <laughs> on an orange field. I can tell you that. <laughs> uh, not a lot of people believe it, but Auburn is just as stubborn as Alabama about tradition. I mean, Auburn's Auburn's helmet has looked the same for for as long as Alabama's has. <laughs> so, the, yeah, they're not going to – there's no way we're having an orange field. And if they do – uh, I'll have to find another team. I guess I'll be a UAB fan. <laughs> now, Arden, I think uh, I think they looked. I didn't get to watch it. It was on. It wasn't on TV. It was on. Uh, I guess the app, ESPN Plus or whatever. I didn't. So I didn't get to watch it, but I watched the highlights and and everything. And they looked good. I mean, I think they did exactly what they needed to do against uh, Acorn and. Uh, <laughs> uh, but just like Sykes Stevens said, if they'd have beat them 35 nothing, which is a good solid win, everyone would be like, well, you put 35 points on on Akron. So uh, from the, from the hang 60 on them, I think it looked I think it looked good, and uh, you know Bo had a good day. So I mean I don't care who you're playing if you're playing if you're playing uh, Akron if you're playing Alabama you're playing Good Hope if, to go 20. 20 or 22 is is still really good at solid numbers. Uh, just under 300 yards, I think, a couple of touchdowns. He spread the ball out. I, hell, I didn't even recognize half the guys he threw it to. Right. At the stat sheet, <laughs> so they, the spreading the ball around. Tank had a good day. He had a, a little over 100 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Uh, had another guy, I think Shivers, maybe had a good day as well. So, um I thought they looked good. I mean, they got another should be a cakewalk today with uh, Alabama State. Another stat building day, and then we got a big travel next week to uh, Penn State. We'll see what this team's all about. So, Bo Nix passed to nine different receivers. Yeah, that's good. I like to see that because yeah, it, it you know when you start throwing to one guy all the time, it makes it really easy on the defense. Yep, right. Uh, Hold in on somebody, so. And now it's not like they're catching the ball, which is 
unusual for Auburn. Usually we have some of the we have one guy that's good and the rest of them can't catch can't catch a cold, so can't catch COVID. Uh so y'all know me personally, and I've always tried to be the type of Alabama fan that's not the a-hole that everybody hates. I like to give I like to give y'all trouble. That's all just friends and jest. That's us talking at work. But I want y'all's opinion on something I said I saw last week. It was an acquaintance of mine. Now, granted, he is one of the a-hole <laughs> Alabama fans, but I was watching the game last week and I saw his comment. He said Alabama looks to have one of the best teams this year that they've had in probably five or six years. And if you are not an Alabama fan, you should be scared. What's y'all's opinion on a hot take like that week one of the season? I, I like I'm honestly they did look good, but like you said, Miami's not a stellar standout team. We were not in the game of the week. This was not a five versus top five game of the week, Georgia versus Clemson. Uh, Alabama did look good last week, but like you said, it was Miami. What y'all's what y'all's take on that that particular opinion? Well, I'll tell you this: uh, Miami talked a lot of shit going into that game. And that's really dumb of them. You don't do that, especially with Alabama, because like they need any more motivation. And I think they got it went exactly how I thought it was going to go. When that quarterback, oh, uh, Derek King, was talking about they're just going to stomp Alabama, they're going down, all this stuff. I'm like, oh man, that's the, that's not good. <laughs> You're about to get about ten sacks. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, I don't know. Hot takes are, are exactly what they are. They're they're just to get publicity, to get people talking. You know, that guy, um, yeah, I think every fan base has those people that say that. Uh, I, I'm i going to have to see more to, to say they're better than the best team they've had in five or six years. They've had some really, really good teams. Hell, the, a couple of years ago when they had, was it Tua's first year starting? And they had, uh, Devontae Smith well, it was the year they beat uh, Georgia in the uh, or no, it was the year after they beat Georgia. Right. I think they lost in the either lost in the championship game or didn't make it to the championship game. But they had a hell of a season. I mean, it was just crazy good numbers. Yep. So uh, that's a stretch to say they're going to be the best in five or six years. But but he could be right. Uh, I know that quarterback's got a lot of got a lot of money riding on him. Was it? He's a multimillionaire already from the name and likeness stuff. So, uh, yeah. If that look, I've I've told other people if if that stuff starts playing a big part in the season, I don't know if I can mentally take it. Like I'm trying to enjoy the football season and let all that just be on the back burner. But uh, that being said, he. Bryce Young was looking good as a as a quarterback. He he's he's another one that's sat there. He's bided his time. He's looking good. He's looking solid. Uh, the one thing I'm more excited about. Do y'all realize that Alabama now has a field goal kicker that is perfect in every appearance. Every right. time he has stepped on the field, 
Yeah, he's, like, a, he's a ball. It's it's been fifty hundred years since Alabama's had one of those. So I'm yeah. sure it's nice. <laughs> so somebody you you don't have to pucker up your butthole when they go get on the field because you're like, oh, we're about to miss another one. <laughs> See now now y'all know how Auburn feels for felt for years. It's like <laughs> hey, our, hey, we don't mind how many field, if we have to kick a bunch of field goals. Because we know we're going to make them for the most part. So, well, I'll I'll say this about the game, and if if you've uh, you if you might not be in the SEC watching this, uh, you might be. But if you, especially if you're in the SEC and you have kept eye on the SEC teams, you know Alabama. Alabama does not get challenged by talent. Alabama gets challenged by good coaching, and unfortunately, Nick Saban is probably arguable for some, but is the best college football coach and has been for the past 10 years even with Dabo Sweeney being over there and him having a good stretch I think Trevor Lawrence was most of that to be honest the last three or four years as you can see they just the offense flopped on the first game this season without him. so but but not this isn't to take anything away from Alabama but Miami hasn't been relevant for the past 10 maybe more years Miami hasn't been pulling in talent for the past 10, maybe more years, just like because Florida's been pulling in, Georgia's been pulling in. You had Lane Kiffin down there with what? Uh, who? Uh, Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic probably pulling recruits that Miami could have gotten, but Lane Kiffin's just a good recruiter. So, I mean, you look at things like that. Miami being ranked going into the season, I think the only reason they gave them that number is to make the Alabama game important for the beginning of the season. Miami just has not had a great team. But that being said, it's not to take away from Alabama because Alabama was going to come prepared with Nick Saban. Alabama was going to have the talent for Nick Saban. Alabama was going to put up points and have a good defense. I mean, he's all-around team. Alabama has it every year. So they were they were going to do what they were going to do regardless. The only thing, in my opinion, that would have kind of signified to me, hey, this team is one of the best teams that we've had that we, we, we might have in the last five, six years, is a stretch, in my opinion, because they didn't play a good, challenging, coached, with a decent amount of talent team. They didn't play a, a Georgia with good coaching staff. They didn't play a Clemson with good coaching staff. Maybe an Ohio State that has an all right coaching staff, but they're loaded with talent. Or, you know, I'm not convinced quite that way yet because Miami, it, in my opinion, isn't one of those teams to push Alabama in the direction of saying what they are and what they aren't. They were just a team that to be rolled over. But they're just like Tennessee. They have a name because at one point in time, they were a juggernaut. I mean, people were afraid to play Miami like people are afraid to play Alabama now. But it has been 10-plus years since that happened. So they, they might have given them a number for the respect of who the program is, but I'm not convinced Miami. I mean, heck, didn't Miami lose to Duke last year? I might, have, I might be correct, have to be corrected on that. But Miami lost a couple of games last year. I was like, yo, why? But but yeah, I just that like I said. That being said, I, I'm not extremely convinced with Miami to push Alabama's name in the direction of they could be one of the best they've been in a while. Is really just a another pushover team to start the season with. They you know, they they did not lose to Duke last year. They they beat Duke forty eight to nothing. Uh, last they year lost. they 
They lost to Florida. Uh, they lost to UNC. That's uh, Carolina, the Tar Heels. Uh, they had a lot of close wins. Yeah. They lost to Clemson, but that one was expected. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't lose that. Hmm. Probably lost three or four games last year. They Okay, they, they beat UAB. Uh, they beat Louisville. They beat Florida State. They lost to Clemson. They beat Pittsburgh. They beat Virginia. They beat North Carolina State. They beat Virginia Tech. They beat Duke. They lost to UNC. And they lost to Oklahoma State. And that was a bowl game. Oklahoma State. Oh, okay. Well... So that well, they had a decent good. season last year, but I'm just—I mean, everybody agrees the ACC right now is Clemson and everybody else. I mean, the the gap between Clemson and the rest of the teams aren't here; it's like here. So, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I—I I don't want to take anything away from Alabama. Alabama is going to have a great squad every year, especially Nick Saban's there. But I just don't think Miami was that that team to push Alabama to say, oh. This is going to be the best team we've had in the past five years. Uh, just right. Miami, to me, doesn't provide enough challenge for Alabama to justify that point. Hopefully, uh, if we go out of the SEC for just a second, just touch on some of these big games we had. You had an absolute pillow fight between Wisconsin and Penn State. Neither one of them <laughs> wanted to win the game. Uh, the biggest game of the week was... Uh, Ohio State, Minnesota was Georgia and uh, Clemson, and that was a that was a real. If you like old school football, that was really good yeah. football to watch. Good, just two solid defenses, and I'm not convinced that they're bad offenses. I think you had two really good defenses, right? And and the only reason that that changes in nowadays football is when you have an elite quarterback, and neither one of those teams have an elite quarterback. Just like when Alabama and Clemson had the shootout a few years ago, hell, both their defenses were fantastic, but they both had elite quarterbacks, and that makes a big difference. And you had uh, Notre Dame. This is my favorite game of the weekend. Notre Dame-Florida State game. Super good game. If y'all missed that game, that was was one of the best games I've watched in a long time. Huge, like, 18-point comeback in the fourth quarter for Florida State. Go to overtime. he, the guy makes a 50, 51-yard field goal, but the uh, they had to re they 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 stopped the play while he was kicking it to go back and review. They reviewed they reviewed the previous play and it was an incomplete pass instead of a fumble. So now he's only got like a 30-yard field goal and he misses it. Oh, I missed that. State, and then Notre Dame goes three and out and kicks a field goal and wins the game. But, uh, yeah, that was like – when he made the 51-yarder and they blew it dead to review, I was like, he's going to – if they, if he moves it up, he's going to miss it. And he sure enough, he did. He just snap-hooked the crap out of it when he closed. <laughs> it looked like one of Alabama's kicks from before two years ago before Rocker got there. Speaking um, of some stuff outside the – Point out the um, Minnesota Ohio State game. Ohio State had all they could handle in the first game of the season too. 
that was that was very interesting to watch and and I'm sure half the crunchers crossed their fingers like please kick, kick Ohio State's tail. <laughs> uh, speaking of other stuff outside of the uh, SEC that uh, was a very enjoyable game to watch, uh, Tulane uh, had been misplaced uh, out of out of their home. It was supposed to be a home game. Uh, Hurricane Ida kind of came in and. Changed the plans on everybody. Uh, Tulane actually traveled up to Tuscaloosa. Nick Saban and Alabama opened up the uh, Alabama practice facilities to them all week. Uh, So they were practicing. Yeah, they were practicing at Alabama's indoor facility. And then I don't know if you watched much of the game, but it was supposed to be a two-lane home game, so Oklahoma had their OU at midfield, but on the 25-yard line, they had painted Tulane's logo, and they gave Tulane the uh, shady side of the field, the home side of the field for the game. So all this is to say that, like, you can still be kind to one another <laughs> in college football, and that being said, on top of all this, I mean, even if this had been a two-lane home game, I think the general consensus was that Oklahoma was gonna was gonna win this relatively easily uh, overall, and Tulane came in with a whole different attitude, man. Like uh, yeah, they almost gave me business. I was like, Tulane. <laughs> I, I I promise you, I believe this wholeheartedly. If they had gotten that after they recovered the onside kick at the end of the game, if they had gotten those two yards and gotten that first down, and that two-lane quarterback would have gotten one more chance, a fresh set of downs, because they still had two timeouts. If they would have gotten a fresh set of downs and let him get one or two passes off, Tulane wins that game. They they had them. That, that this is this is how far they were off of that first down to continue the drive. Uh, yeah, that was the, that, those are the games we like to watch for, like the uh, Appalachian State Michigan and the Tulane Oklahoma, like the the underdog games when you're not watching your own team. <laughs> um, shoot, I completely forgot what I was gonna say yeah. about that about that game. Um. Ah, dang it. <laughs> it just out out the door. All right. Well, just just to kind of wrap up all of the uh the games in the SEC cuz I know I'm LSU, Cody's Auburn, Al- Allen's Alabama. You know, we have more fans out there. So, you know, I'm I'm going to get the scoreboard out and uh just go through all of them real quick. Yeah, I was going to say what we what we got go over last week's game and then We'll just look okay. at what games we got, top 25, what games to look out for today. All right. Well, Tennessee's back. They beat Bowling Green 38-6. to Alabama beat Miami 44-13. Auburn beat Akron 60-10. Uh, Florida beat FAU 35-14, which they struggled for the first half. I was sitting there wondering, I was like, Yo, uh, why is it only like 14-0 to <laughs> at that time against FAU? Uh, LSU lost to UCLA 
Kentucky beat uh, Louisiana Monroe. Uh, 45-10. Arkansas beat Rice, 38-17. Mississippi State beat Louisiana Tech, 35-34. Boy, they were scraping on that one. (laughs) I can't wait to play Mississippi State. LSU might not be good, but I think we can get this one. Uh, But Missouri beat Central Michigan, 34-24. South Carolina is back also, 46-0 against Eastern Illinois. Georgia beat Clemson. I was so proud of Georgia. They finally. I was very proud of Georgia. Uh, 10 to 3 against Clemson. Uh, Texas A&M uh, is uh, going to beat Alabama because they beat Kent State 41 to 10. <laughs> They're convinced of that anyhow. Um, Vanderbilt beat ETSU. Oh no, I'm sorry. They lost to ETSU 3 to 23. And then Ole Miss beat Louisville 43-24. So that was last week's SEC roundup. Just everything that happened last week. Per Cody earlier, what a jerk for bringing it up. The only two SEC teams to lose were LSU and Vanderbilt, and uh, that sucks. But uh, we're coming back with a vengeance, baby. (laughs) Auburn was in the same boat uh, four or five years ago. I remember we were having a a yard sale at our house, the only one we've ever had, and that was and that day Auburn played Vandy. And lost to Vandy. Mm. That was, I think, that was Jane Franklin's last year there, or something like that, when they went like ten and two at, at Vandy. Yeah. And uh, I was like, and I think we were w- w- us and maybe like Missouri or something. The only two SEC teams that lost that week. Like, and we lost to Vandy. <laughs> so what? What's more? What? What hurts more? That or? The three to two game against Mississippi State. Oh, losing to Vandy. We won the three to two game. Okay, we fucking won that one. Oh, dude, I will never forget that because the next week everybody was like, "Wait, baseball has started." Auburn, Mississippi State, three to two. Like, what's going on? I thought baseball was another like two or three months away. I don't get it. I, I, it can't be hockey. You don't have hockey in Auburn. Actually, uh, they do, but. Uh... Uh, the whole SEC's got hockey, and you can usually catch them at Pelham Civic Complex. That's where Alabama plays. We, I'm telling you, you need to come to the Iron Cup, Alabama versus Auburn in hockey. Alaba- Alabama's undefeated. Absolutely. I, I can use me a good uh, hockey wiener and uh, popcorn. <laughs> All right, that being said, we'll get off hockey right now. Big games today. Uh, looking at today's schedule, only going to go over some of the big games because there's not a lot in the SEC, but we have Oregon uh, at Ohio State. Who y'all, who, who y'all got? You? Ohio State well, going in as a 14-and-a-half point favorite. For me personally, I hope Ohio State covers. But if they're not going to cover, I would love if Oregon went in there and beat them. That would be great. I actually picked Oregon because I think Oregon wins outright. I don't think they're just covering the spread here. I, Oregon looked way better last week than Ohio State did. Ohio State needs to figure some things out because there's no way that game should have been the way it was. Ooh, going with the outright right. win. I like it. All right. Just uh, just because of the hometown boys, uh, we've got UAB uh, traveling over to Georgia. Now, I'm sure we're all in agreement that Georgia is going to win this game. 
but UAB's been getting better over the past few years, and Georgia is a 22.5-point favorite. Do you think they cover, or does UAB stand a chance to stay in this game? Hey, let me say this. That line opened closer to 30. So that line has moved a lot, and that means there's a ton of money going on UAB. So you should probably bet Georgia. <laughs> That's why it usually goes. But um, I think, I personally think that UAB is going to keep it within the spread. And I can see it being like a 31-10 game or 31-14 kind of game. Uh, I think UAB scrappy, man. They got a good defense. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I'll be pulling for them just. Not just because I don't like Georgia, but um, I'm a UAB alum, so let's go Blazers. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually I'm, I'm I'm actually going with UAB to cover the spread for this one too. Uh, I, I just I think UAB is going to be a little a lot more gritty than people think. Then you're going to have the Georgia hangover, which brings me to my next point. I got two really good friends that are Georgia fans, really good friends that are Georgia fans. They're going to hate me for saying this, but it would not surprise me if you know the typical. Georgia way is to either do something really good or mess something up really bad. And it would not surprise me if after winning last week, them turn around and just deer in the headlights and lose to UAB. I don't see that happening, but it would, if, if it happened, I wouldn't be like, what? I would be like, yeah, that's typical Georgia. <laughs> no, I agree. I don't. I don't think UAB wins this one, but I do think they. Uh, I do think they cover the spread. I, a fourteen point game at the most. I think. Uh, elsewhere, we have Iowa. Iowa State today. Iowa State four and a half point favorite. I cannot remember who I picked in this game, but I think I do like uh, Iowa State. No, one of these teams hasn't won in the last five or six years against the other team. I can't remember which one it is, but I went with the the upset on for that stat, but I can't remember who it was. So I'll have to look it up. can't remember who I took. As we discussed, uh, Auburn has Alabama State. Alabama has Mercer. Uh, who's LSU playing? They're not in this top 25 list. I'm sorry, Stephen. McNeese State. McNeese, okay. Uh, they play McNeese State, an in-state in uh, team that should this should be a good 45 to 10 if that win. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if just to, just to prove a point and get the offense going, if, if Ed O tried to put up 60 because he needs to do something with that offense. <laughs> I, back in the SEC, we have an unranked Arkansas facing off against Texas at home. Texas is only a six-and-a-half-point favorite, ranked at number 15 against an unranked Arkansas. Who y'all got? Future SEC game right here, boys. <laughs> Texas and Oklahoma are joining the SEC. This is a future SEC game. Yep. I am going with the Razorbacks. I think they keep this extremely tight and might even win the game outright. That is a scrappy little bunch in Arkansas. So and, uh, on, on my sheet, uh, I chose Texas because I think Texas overall probably has a more talented team. But I would really like to see Arkansas go into this, be like, y'all want to come here to the SEC and think y'all are going to enjoy this? 
and then upset them. I would love to see Arkansas do that. Look, but at the uh, same time, I wouldn't because I don't want to see Arkansas ranked and LSU not. So. <laughs> but but look at this though. But look at this though. Can you imagine Oklahoma making? I mean Texas uh, being one of the two teams to make a big stink and wanting to come and join the SEC where the big boys play football, and then they get and then they get beat by one of the by by one of the teams that's almost a joke at this point in our in our conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they are the end of a joke. Texas, no, no Texas is going to be saying, uh, hey, Pac-12, uh, we think we want to come to the other side of the country. <laughs> I mean, Yeah, we changed our mind. Yeah. <laughs> Can we sign that contract, please? <laughs> uh, look, I am calling it. I'm going to just go ahead and make a call right now. Arkansas wins this game outright. That's all right. There we go. That's, that's your underdog pick. That's, that's my underdog pick of the year. Pick of the year. Wow, we're in week two. <laughs> when, you, uh, when you follow a lot of these uh, forums and stuff for, for betting on football and stuff, they always have these upset of the year or uh, this is our underdog of the year pick. Like, and then I have one again next week. It's like, well, then it's not of the year. It's like of the week. <laughs> it's like a running joke. Well, that looks like it's about uh, it for significant games in the top 25. Uh, Y'all got anything else y'all want to uh, discuss this week before we wrap it up this week? I mean, I just, I'm I'm excited for football to be back. Um, You know, hey, you know, in the comments down below, let us know what's your favorite team? Who are you looking forward to watching every weekend and week out of this football season? You know, uh, let us know what you think about the name, image, likeness. I don't think either three of us are fans of it. Uh, we think it's going to ruin college football. But, hey, you know, if it doesn't, that's fantastic. We still get to enjoy our game. But, um, you know, comment. Let us let us know what y'all think about all of it. Uh, go Tigers, of course. We're coming back with a vengeance, baby. Don't let one game ruin you. <laughs> hey, before we go, we do have one SEC game this week, actual SEC game. Missouri and Kentucky are playing each other. I think that's going to be kind of similar to a uh, – did y'all have a powder puff football game and when, when... – in school where the cheerleaders played football. That's kind of how this game is going to be. You know, I, I, you remember, uh, what is it, like 10 years ago, Kentucky went on like a 10-2 and two season. I get, I'm get, i getting that vibe from Kentucky this season. It would not surprise me if Kentucky loses like two or three games this season, ends up having a really good season and being, you know, third or fourth on, on our side instead of seventh. <laughs> but, Absolutely. you know. It's like a four and a half point spread on that game, so probably pretty pretty good uh, game. Probably in twenty four twenty kind of game. Yeah, Kentucky is a five and a half point favorite. Man, y'all, Vandy is a seven point dog to Colorado State. How bad is Vandy? <laughs> Yeah, they Colorado State is like, all right, look, the bottom of the rung, you got like Rutgers, okay? And then you got Colorado State. And you're a seven point dog to Colorado State. You know, I feel I feel that an SEC policy should be that the only way you can stay in the SEC is if you stay within the top fifty 
you have to be in the top half of all the college football teams to be in the SEC. And Vanderbilt, I think out of 119 teams, is probably 120. Like, they <laughs> intentionally boot themselves out of Division <laughs> 1. It's in how bad they played. Like, why? <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. You know what Vandy does for the SEC? They bring the overall conference GPA up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is this and is true. And our three schools, we need it. <laughs> Especially them gibberish speaking Cajuns down there. I mean, hey, we're multilingual. We can speak English and Cajun French. <laughs> That's a talent. How many corn dogs are you gonna eat today, Stephen? Eighty-seven. That's how many points we're putting up on them. <laughs> Woo. It's a lot of corn dogs. Yep. You going like the, you going like the frozen ones that are like this long? Or are you going with the conies that you get at the spare? These baby, of course. Uh, look, he's getting he's getting the coney corn dogs and a keg of yingling, and he's just going to become a sloppy mess when they lose today. We, we actually grow my back, We actually grow my back. I have a little lake, and they just grow out in the lake, and I'll just grab one, put mustard, <laughs> spring of mustard on it, and bite into it. Oh, God, this is fun. Uh, you know what? We uh, we might have during during football season. I know we're not going to focus every full length episode on football. Uh, we try not to do that. But uh, if y'all are available most Saturday mornings, we might need to do a, a bite size, a 10 to 15 minute football release every week on the morning of the games. Do our own little college game day SEC style. I feel good about it. Yeah, we'll, sounds good to me. We'll have to look at it. We'll get up early, record that, and get it up same day. Balls. Cool deal. Y'all have a wonderful day. Enjoy your football. I know Steven's got some stuff to do today. Uh, we woke up early to do this. I'm probably going to go take a little bit of a nap before these games kick off. Uh, it's 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 morning time. It's almost 10 o'clock now, but I got up early because I wake up early all week. Anyway, rambling again. Y'all got to get me to shut up. Y'all got anything else y'all want to say this week? Go Tigers. Uh, War Eagle and Miles Kennedy is going to be in Jasper, Alabama tonight. I'll be going to see that. Uh, probably have a bite size maybe come out this week about it. I'll do a little five-minute review of the concert. May have a little footage of it or something. We'll see how it goes. But um, since this comes out the day after, I can't tell you to try to come out. But yes. anyway, I'll just, say, I'll just say ahead of time that it was a lot of fun, okay? I'm well, so anyway, we'll, we'll go and have a great day. While we're, while we're talking about Miles, we all have a mutual friend named Miles. And let's just go ahead and say that he is trash at picking games. <laughs> yeah. F that guy. <laughs> Oh, we will have to uh, show him this uh, on Monday. <laughs> y'all have, oh, <laughs> have a good week. Everybody have fun. Comment, like, subscribe. Let us know what you're looking forward to this college football season. Let us know uh, what you want to hear us talk about in future episodes. And as usual, everybody have a great week and rock on. Peace out. Yeah.